All right, we're joined by Lindenwood women's and men's swimming head coach Jason Owen. Jason, thanks for joining us today. We're talking to all the coaches and the athletes so far that have been on the podcast about the situation at hand, what's happened. Um, you know, you guys at least had the opportunity to compete this season, which was great. It was a fantastic season. The downside, as you know, and as everybody else knows, is you guys didn't get a chance to compete at nationals. You had a big number. We had interviewed you a week before, before you guys left, saying that how excited you were. Uh, just talk about the disappointment of not getting through the season and uh, the situation you had there and how you kind of told your swimmers about it. Yeah, it was it was tough because, um, you know, I talked with you leading up into conference um, and, and the dynamics there, and, and we hadn't really, I guess, prepared the entire team to perform their absolute best at conference, which was the bright side of that was supposed to be that we were going to do well at nationals um, and really focus on that competition. And in, in the first day we, we did really well. I mean, we did, we had uh, almost everybody go in the fastest times of their lives on that first day. And, and if you were to look across the competition at, the times people were going compared to the entry times they had, we, we could have been the top program at the meet and we were doing really well. Um, our men's team was winning the, the meet after the first event. Um, our women finished the first day in fifth place. Um, you know, so it, it looked to be a great week. Um, and, you know, he got cut short after our second prelim day. It's usually a four day competition. So we got one and a half days completed. Um, so, you know, it was that they stopped spectators from attending after the first day. And we had had some some parents fly in from Europe that, you know, one parent got to see her son swim the first night. Niels got second in the, in the thousand the first night and his mom flew in just in time to see it. Um, but Maxime, one of our other seniors from Belgium, his parents flew in the first night and spectators weren't allowed the second day. So they sat at the hotel with the other parents watching on a, on, on TV yeah, um, and, and actually never got to see him swim. So it was, you know, things were escalating really quickly that week and they had announced, you know, NBA had made, made an announcement and, and they had announced that they were going to run March Madness with those spectators. So things were starting to come out and, and be released and, um, you know, the, the government of Ohio had kind of started to react. And uh, so we, we kind of knew things were coming, but it, it came so quickly that, you know, I don't think any of us really thought the meet wasn't going to finish. And you mentioned, uh, you mentioned the NBA. I, I think that was the first domino to fall. Um, the big yeah. one that you, you kind of sit back and say, okay, well, now that the NBA did, you think the NHL, MLB, NFL will fall in line. And then NCAA has to be shortly after. So um, when you guys heard about the NBA shutting down, did you have a feeling it was coming or are you just kind of like, ah, we won't focus on that. We'll just keep competing. I mean, I told my team at after the first night when we had our team meeting, I hadn't heard any indications that our meet was going to get shut down from the meet staff or anything like that. But I did say to our team, you know, we don't know what's going to happen in all this and this could be it. And I, I honestly thought I was overreacting at the time and mm -hmm. that, like their faces, they were so shocked that I said that. Um, and, and it turned out to be true, you know, that um, yeah. the next morning was our last chance to, to race the very next session. Um, and, 
you know, the way we found out, we were literally in the vans going back over for the finals the second day. And we just, we got to the pool and, you know, they, we got told at the door as we walked in wow. that, that we weren't going to race that night. Um, so everybody was just dumb. You know, people were just hugging and crying in the parking lot and, you know, we were spread out over a couple of vans. So, the, you know, we didn't all find out together. Some of the people were still at the hotel when I found out because we kind of come over in, in shifts based on when you race. Um, so, I mean, some of the we called the other team, you know, the other drivers, the other coaches and just said, you know, don't come over. So some of us were mourning it at the pool and some people never got to come back. And, you know, we, we kind of got some closure. We got to walk around the pool and just look at the empty pool, you know, and yeah, um, they were, people were buying memorabilia, you know, to try to have one last, you know, I guess <laughs> remnant of the competition. So the, right. the, the memorabilia stand was packed with people just buying stuff and, and NCAA decided to give all the signs away, which they always hoard those signs and, and you can get in big trouble, but they just said, forget it and just let people take the signs. I mean, it was, it was something else. Yeah. It's a situation that you've never been through. None of us have um, with everything going on. And you know, the other downside too, it's, it's kind of on the back burner for everything else, but it's the fact that you guys had to travel to, to Ohio, you get all the way there and the expenses and everything. And then you have to come right back without really competing. So that's, that's just kind of a pain in the butt that you had to do that. Yeah. Um, you know, we, what what we ended up doing, we you know, we had ordered dinner catered that night to the hotel at nine o'clock because that's when you're supposed to finish competing. So I mean it's something as simple as just figuring out how to eat. You right. know, at that at that point there were hundreds of people in this town that wasn't really even equipped to handle the competition as it was. Mm -hmm. It was hard enough to get fed out there. So we, we called our caterer and and they were able to move up the meal. So we just, you know, we had a meal together and we had a team meeting and kind of just talked it out and, um, you know, all teams were doing the same thing. And, and, uh, there were a couple teams in the hotel, um, and, and then a couple teams in the hotel next to us. So, I mean, everybody was just having, having powwows, you know, Tampa was in the lobby trying to book flights and get, get the heck out of there. And mm -hmm. I mean, it, it, it was a, a rat race. And so we stayed the night, um, Thursday night, drove back Friday. Um, and then we, we had an optional swim at the Recplex public pool. Mm -hmm. Um, just anybody that wanted to go swim on Saturday showed up and we actually had some kids go best times and, and, uh, times it would have finished, you know, top three in the nation after sitting in a van all day Friday. Wow. So, yeah. you know, cause they were just, if, if we had been allowed to just swim that second night, I mean, if I, and I think if the NCAA could go back, they brought that specific championship committee. If they could go back and swim that last session, I think they probably would because, but they were just so scared and everything was escalating so quickly that, you know, it was one of those just shut it down moments. Mm -hmm. But I mean, we were all there. We'd all been together two hours before we'd competed that day. I mean, you know, at, at some point you got to cross, you got to draw that line in the sand somewhere, but it would have been a whole different experience to, to come in and announce, Hey, everybody, this is it, you know, right. And, 
and to watch the session that would take place after that would have just been incredible. Oh yeah. You know, but, no, the competition where everybody would have been on, on top of their game for sure. Yeah. I mean, everybody would have been crying and cheering and I mean, but you know, you, you can't go back and I, it's, I can't second guess their decision either. They had to, you know, they had to make that those mature decisions that we're all doing. I mean, we're all making those decisions now. So, and uh, you mentioned the team meeting you had there when you guys found out that it was shut down, you had to head home. You know, what were the things that you were saying? Because with the situation at hand, knowing you're upset, you're frustrated, but it's also something out of everybody's control. So um, how did the uh, the swimmers react to that and the divers react to that when you mentioned, you know, that this is shutting down? Oh, man, it was it was just everybody was crying. I mean, we, we were just talking about, you know, we, we were just trying to drive home a lot of the things we've always said about just living in the moment and, you know, the, the real payback you get from all this are the connections and the relationships and the feelings you have, you know, when you, when you work together in a team and, and that the results really don't matter at the end of the day. Um, you know, but it was, it was really sad because some of them got to, you know, achieve what they had worked to achieve and, and some of them didn't. And, um, but you know, the, the, the main idea was that that's never what it's been about you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, as far as, the, as far as the seniors, um, it's a different level with them, um, not being able to compete, you know, ever again for Lindenwood. I, I again, I've heard about the eligibility po- possibilities. I don't know how it works with winter sports, but, um, yeah, overall, yeah. So, I mean, talking to them, you know, and not getting to have their last competition, we've, we've talked to some of the seniors, uh, from women's basketball. We're going to talk to wrestling here soon. Um, you guys, obviously impacted by that too, but what was the, the words to them mainly? And, uh, how do they react? I guess. I mean, you know, they're all mature people, you know? So, I mean, as, as heartbreaking as it was, they were all able to put into words, you know, how they felt about us and, and they were able to, you know, say thank you and, and, and share, you know, everybody shared, you know, really, really important things together. Um, it just, and, and everybody's dealing with it. Um, you know, the, the whole time that you normally get to process all that, the time that you have another two months for them to just come by the office and spend more time with you. And, and, you know, we, we're, we videoed all of our banquet. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's why I have this banner up. Cause I've been doing videos in my living room, in my kitchen. Um, just to try to replace the banquet we normally have where we recognize seniors and we give awards and, and to, for them to be able to share some final thoughts, we're kind of editing that and going to get that out to the team soon. But, you know, they normally have so much time to process it all and go to graduation and spend that time together. And some of those kids, when I, when we got off the van, when we got back, that's the last time I saw them. And it might be the last time I ever see them. Right. Right. Um, with, with no closure. I mean, a lot of them, I went around and, you know, helped them pack up and move some stuff and, you know, but it, it all just happened so fast that, um, I, I even, when I was, I was getting a U-Haul to help one of our coaches move and I bumped into some wrestlers at the U-Haul dealer that were trying to get a truck to drive to New Jersey that had just, you know, they, they'd had to, you know, Jimmy's national meet was canceled and they were on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, and they didn't get to wrestle. I mean, so, I mean, I was just, there were just people everywhere that were in this position, you know? Yeah, absolutely. 
you guys had a great season focusing on the positives um, throughout the year, finishing fourth in the GLVC. You know, a new conference, a new challenge. We've talked about it before, and and you guys didn't back down. You you swam your hearts out. You did very well, and um, the entire season was very, very exciting all the way through. Um, so just talk about how your team performed this year and, and how they just kind of went through adversity even at the end, not knowing that they wouldn't be able to compete at nationals. But talk about the journey getting there, how good the season was. Well, I mean, it was – it was the biggest influx of kids we've ever had in the program. I think before this, we had had 24 new kids one year and we had 30 this year. And, you know, when we, we um, lost both of our assistant coaches in September, you know, when things were really gearing up and to have those, that many new kids kind of just, and with me, you know, right. <laughs> um, it was, you know, the best thing about it was they were all new, you know, the, so many new kids, they didn't know any different. And they were, they were just, you know, very appreciative of everything. They didn't notice what was missing. I mean, we really missed, missed our coaches, but we had a lot of former swimmers step up and fill the whole, fill the gaps and, and coach. And, and we definitely had outstanding uh, coaching this year. But um, I think just from, you know, from the beginning of the year, you could feel the energy of the team. And it, it, it was, you know, thank goodness we had it in the situation that we had because, you know, they really were very self-led, very uh, eager, very um, optimistic all the time. Um, and so, I, you know, looking forward with this group, you know, I've been spending a lot of time on staffing and, and getting, getting the team kind of organized for next season. I'm really excited about what we can do with the full season. But I mean, we, we had, a, had kind of a drought of record breaking for a couple of years. Cause we, we had a really good couple of years, um, three years ago, four years ago, when we kind of cracked into the top five on both sides and, and had some national records set and, you know, a lot of national champions. And so we have hard records to break. Um, and we had, I mean, the women's team just went to town on the records this year. And, and a lot of them were freshman girls that were a part of, you know, we broke relay records that had multiple freshmen on them. We had freshman girls breaking school records. Um, so it, it was a, it was a great year that way. And, and almost all those girls are coming back. So, I mean, on the men's side, we, we've got a little more ground to make up to get back to where we were in the past, but, um, you know, still had couple freshmen make nationals we had three freshmen qualify for nationals which is huge um so we've got a good base moving forward so you mentioned next year and it's the last question i'll ask you um as far as moving forward you you kind of mentioned how you're excited about some of the the younger swimmers that really perform well this season uh getting the chance to take their next step so what are some goals that you have for some of the younger swimmers what are some goals you have for upperclassmen next year uh to take you guys to the next level and hopefully get that chance with you know hurting that you didn't get a chance to compete in nationals this year and hopefully compete two times better next season i mean you know obviously we want to contend at the glvc um and we were we were you know a little bit stronger there than i i thought we were going to be this season so i, I want to be in the hunt to win that meet. Um, so, you know, this year, for example, on the women's side, we were fourth at conference and we were most likely looking to be fifth at nationals. Um, 
So, I mean, it's, it, it's so stout, <laughs> you know, right. the competition is so stout um, that, that that's no easy task. And so if we're at that level, we're obviously going to be set up well at nationals as well. So, I mean, if you win the GLVC, you, you almost have to be a top three or four national team unless you just go and, 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 and don't perform well, which can happen. I mean, it's a, that's the hardest thing about our sport is to, when you're measured in time, you know, it's not if you're playing well, it's not if your chemistry is good, it's measured down to every hundredth of a second. So it, you can't, you can't just play well. (laughs) So you got to be your absolute best. So, um, you know, get regularly performing well all season and racing, um, but but really prioritizing that conference meet and the national meet next season. We we want to contend to win conference. We want to be in the top three nationally. Well, so. Jason, we appreciate your time. Uh, obviously, very excited about next season, and um, hopefully, everybody can get past this soon. We can get back outside and get back to socializing with everybody we love. You guys take care of yourself and uh, take it easy. We'll see you soon. Thanks. See ya.